guess what, guess what, guess what? Guess what, 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 what? I get to see a dog tonight. <gasps> What's the dog's name? Rocket. Rocket. <gasps> oh, whose dog is it? Friend of a friend's. Ooh, lovely. Well, give Rocket lots of kisses. I will. Guess what, guess what, guess what? What? Um, I definitely showed my age during our last podcast because after I posted it, I posted a, like, poll on Instagram, on our Instagram story, which, if you aren't following us, we're WCWITcast on Instagram and Twitter. Um, but I posted a poll being like, have you ever played Oregon Trail? <laughs> and 66%, uh, when I last checked, it said no. They, they, they had no idea what I was talking Aww. about. But, like, about 30% of people did, so. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, I don't. I know a lot about Oregon Trail because I wrote about part of it for a paper in college, but I also played it a lot as a kid, so. Oh, yeah. I love that. My class. cousin also That's reminded cool me because I was talking about Purple Palace. Do you, did you ever play Purple Palace? I don't think. You might. That doesn't sound familiar. You might recognize the images, but she also reminded me about Kid Picks and, like, oh, how yeah. some of the effects looked like um, uh, fireworks. <laughs> Yeah, and like bombs. Somebody, somebody, uh, somebody like uploaded like a redo of it. I was mm-hmm. playing around with it the other day. It was a delight. Yeah, I think it like came standard on like Apple computers at some point, and we had, yeah. Like, I remember elementary one. school always. Anyway, and uh, what was it? Zo- was it Zumbinis? Yeah, Zumbinis. <laughs> Zumbinis kind of do like math and stuff. Yeah, they're all blue. Anyways, we're old. We're old. Um, not that old, though. Uh, have you read anything recently? Yes, actually. Um, the other day I went and picked up, uh, Leopard Star's Honor by Aaron Hunter. (gasps) Oh, have you finished it or how far are you? No, I actually haven't. Um, I usually sit down and, like, devour them, but, you know, it's a super edition. It's a little longer. I'm about, like, a third of the way through. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, River Clan just... Like lost Sunning Rocks again. Oh, I was like, I was like, oh my god, no spoilers! Oh, but that dead. is that is not a spoiler. And also, oh it's this is <laughs> happening during like events that we've seen. I've yes, seen. yes. So it's about Leopard Star. Um, I'm like, I really like the characterizations. Um, I don't feel I I feel like you need to read Crooked Star's Promise to really get the big picture. But. I'm glad that we're, but I'm also glad that we're not getting, like, too much repeat information from Crooked Star's Promise, because it's, a lot of it is happening in tandem. Yeah. But, like, we're getting a lot of, like, re- like the relationships that Leopard Star has. You know, like, relationships with her dad, and, like, with her other clan members, and, like, White Claw, who in book two goes off a cliff, and like, oh, why was she so upset about that? And this book really sets it up really good. Oh, cool. So I've been really digging it. I haven't gotten to, I'm, I'm super excited to read about um, just how she ends up going to Tiger Clan. Right. Like, exactly her thought process. Because it's kind of cool, you know, to have a character who we know does some bad things. She mm-hmm. was at least complicit in some war crimes. Right. Yes. Like, Very much so. And, like, the intro was Stonefur's death. The prologue was seeing that. Oh. And so, 
so yeah, I, I just wanna I wanna see like how Leopard Star uh, talks her way into that. <laughs> how she and, justifies it in her mind. Yeah, and you know, like as a you know as a character, she's you know kind of angry and impulsive. I love an angry woman. Um, but you know, it's it's she's an interesting character, and so far I think they're they haven't done her dirty. We were worried. That's good. All right, how about you? I um. Um, similar to you last week, I am reading, I, I just read a book that's definitely adults only, adult content all up in it. Um, it's called, it's a comic graphic novel called November, uh, The Girl on the Roof, Volume 1. Um, and I, apparently there's two more volumes. Uh, I haven't read it yet, but it's basically like a noir mystery. Uh, it's by Matt Fraction, written by Matt Fraction, uh, the artist is Elsa Chart Chartier. Um, the colorist is Matt Hollingsworth, and the letterer is Kurt Anneke, or Ann Kenny. Um, but it's basically it's following like three different women in these cities in this like really mm -hmm. kind of crappy city. Um, one is like a disabled lady who's like working for the shady company to solve a riddle that's in the back of a newspaper, uh, but she like betrays them. <laughs> And is uh, another lady that just, like, gets kidnapped. Mm. Oh. And then a 911 operator in a severely uh, corrupt police station. Um, Interesting. And it, a lot of them seem to be just lesbians. Like, uh, like every what? time anyone was, like, macking on someone, it was another woman. Like, it was two women. And I was like, oh, cool. That's I good. mean, they don't really get into it. but and But, yeah, there's definitely, like... A lot of content. I will link to the story graph, and I I've only read the first volume, and I finished it, so I put in all my um, whenever I usually do story graph. Uh, this one didn't have any content warnings, so I put in mine, which was like a lot of that stuff. So um, yeah, I liked it. My one complaint was uh, the letterer. It was hard to read some of the words, like mm. join on like the first page, like almost tri tripped me up so bad because I was like, <gasps> what is that word? It was the lettering was definitely stylized to be like handwriting, but it was hard to read. And if it's hard to read for mm -hmm. me, it probably isn't great to read for anyone else. <laughs> so sorry, Hobbit's going absolutely ham. If you hear him with one of his little fish, oh, I'm sure he's having a great time. Anyway. Shall we? Yeah, we shall. Because I'm Ember Heart. And I'm Tangletongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? to spotted leaf right yes sorry we got a, we got a lot of uh we went a lot of different ways last time we covered a lot of bases but none of them were bases we needed to cover because yeah we successfully got uh storm fur out but also successfully got a mom murdered um mm -hmm. and then spotted leaf uh one of um Oh shoot! It's uh, Blue Stars Kids. It was the one, only one that's alive still. Yeah, yeah, the only one left. 
One of her kids was drowning. Misty Foot? Misty Foot's kid was drowning. One of her kids who's been an apprentice for... Because no one in in Blue Star's lineage before or after her can have a peaceful life. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, we found out he was been a, he's been like this age for years. Um, but he was he did drown, but and poor uh, Mothwing like froze up in panic and didn't have a ghost of your dad's like weird teacher lady medicine nurse lady in her head to help her. So like Missy Foot's all like. Be- and Hawk Frost was like being a jerk to Misty Foot, or to not to Misty Foot, but to Mothwing, Mothwing. for panicking. And, and, but yeah, so now we're just like walking him back. And yeah, we thanked Spotted Leaf for uh, invading our headspace again. Who would, uh, who would be the weird uh, friend of Mothwing's dad that would come in Mothwing's ear? Well, oh. Well, then, I mean, I guess it should be, well. No, I mean, if Mothwing did have, did have a weird, uh, weird friend of her dad's in his, ooh, Darkstripe? No, no, oh, no, no. Just like, jeez. Well, that actually, that would be fitting, because it's just as annoying as Spotted Leaf, where they never actually had a relationship, but for some reason, neither of them can get over that person. Like, Oh, Both, yeah. Like, yeah, actually, Darkstripe and Spotted Leaf should, like, join a club of, we never had a relationship with this person, but we'll, like, sacrifice our lives and our, well, yeah. lives for Darkstripe and unlife for Spotted Leaf. All right, we gotta stop just dunking on these okay, cats yeah. and actually figure out All right. what, what's happening next. So, thanks, Spotted Leaf. Thanks, Thanks for coming into the corporeal me. world and uh, saving us and saving this child. So, huh, Mothwing says she could have helped Reedpaw. She knew everything that Leafpaw did. But somehow she couldn't think straight. She panicked. Girl, that happens. And Leafpaw, Leafpaw tells her that she won't panic next time. Mothwing says if there's a next time. <laughs> They're not going to fire you. You're an apprentice. You're still learning. Hawkfrost will tell every cat how useless she was, and Mudfur will wish he never chose her. She'll never get respect from her clan now. Shut up. No one even- I don't even like Hawkfrost, and if I don't like him, no one else will like him. That That's how it's worked in the past. <laughs> well, Leafpaw says of course she will, and Leafpaw goes up and presses her nose into, quote-unquote, Mothwing's beautiful golden fur. Oh my god. <laughs> Girl. And she's shocked how sure Mothwing is that her brother would spread news of her failure. She'd expect him to be more loyal to his sister. Not everyone has a good supportive uh, psychic link with their sibling. And sometimes your sibling uh, takes after your weird uh, dictator dad. Yeah, sometimes that happens. Or seems to want to. Ugh. Mothwing says bitterly that she knows what Leafpaw is thinking. But she says Hawkfrost is loyal to his clan, not to her or any cat. He cares more about being a great warrior than anything else. Wait, Mothwing said that? Yes. And and Leafpaw interjects, wait, you know what he's thinking? Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, so I thought I was the only one. What, what are you talking about? You also have a psychic link with your brother? 
Doesn't everybody have psychic links with their siblings? No, I was just saying, like, since I know him so well, I know what he'll do. What What are you talking about? <laughs> well, Leafpaw thinks like Tiger Star. <laughs> oh, Tiger right. Leafpaw's the like... only one who's, like, figured this out. Yup. I, it doesn't make sense. It makes sense that she wouldn't really tell her dad because, like, there's no reason really for her to. Yeah. And, like, there's no reason and, like, to her... sow, like, discord, especially when we're all... I guess they all have, like, a lot of stuff going on right now. So maybe yeah, she's like... Yeah, I like, suppose has got a lot. She's like, this isn't, like, crazy important because, like, she's like... She's like, I wasn't born yet, but I did hear the stories of how she treated uh, Brambleclaw. Or how he treated Brambleclaw. So, like, he sh- I guess it'd be good t- for him not to know there's another really hot cat who lo- who-, who is also <laughs> uh, the the son of uh, yeah, yeah. Tiger well, Star. At-, at least Hawk Frost has beautiful piercing blue eyes. Yeah. Instead of I Amber, can't. like his daddy. Thanks, Sasha. Thanks, Sasha. Mothwing, I think, has amber eyes. Mothwing probably has Tiger Star's eyes. Nice. But she's a girl, so we don't really care about Yeah, her. surprising how haunted we were by, um... Yeah, why is it every time we're haunted by the the looks of, uh, of Tiger Star, even when the daughters look way more like him, like Tawny Pelt <laughs> and now the eyes of Mothwing, we don't even give it anything. Probably because neither of them are, well, only... Well, it's because they're girls. Trust me, it's going to get a little more frustrating. Uh, how many more secret kids can we have? <laughs> We've already had Jake, like, popping out random siblings. <laughs> right? Well, Mothwing tells Leafpaw that she's lucky. She's clan-born, and her father is the clan leader. Her mother was a rogue, and no cat will ever forget that. My dad... My dad's not clan-born. You're still right. Like, you're well, right. Yeah. But, yeah. But her dad is leader, which kind of, like, trumps that. Yeah. But people, they still bring it up. You, you, I doubt yeah. anyone lets him forget it. But she's also Sandstorm's kid. Oh, Everybody yeah. And no one can Sandstorm. bully Sandstorm's kid. That's true. Oh, yeah. If they tried, Sandstorm would beat them up. They're already dead. <laughs> yeah. They don't even, before they even open their mouth. Dead. Mothwing turns away with her head down and tail dragging as she goes upstream. Leafpaw calls after her that she'll see her soon, but Mothwing doesn't reply. Leafpaw's beginning to feel better by the time she starts to head back to camp. She's feeling pretty proud that she saved a cat's life. For the first time, actually. Yeah. And hopefully not the last. Oh, we hope so. She thanks Spotted Leaf out loud and thinks she catches a trace of her sweet scent. Jeez. She collects the chickweed and hurries back. And her optimism vanishes at the top of the ravine. The sound of shrill wails rises from the clearing. Oh crap, poison. I forgot <laughs> I forgot someone was poisoned too. Mousefur and Rain Whisker burst from the tunnel, racing past Leaf Paw without noticing her. Uh oh. That doesn't seem Firestar? No, it doesn't. Firestar is at the foot of the high rock with Graystripe, Sandstorm, and Brackenfur. Whitepaw is outside of the apprentice's den, wailing like a kit. Shrewpaw and Spiderpaw are trying to comfort her. 
Leafpa halts, bewildered. There are no strange scents, no signs of two legs. Leafpa races to where Cinderpelt is limping wearily from the medicine den. She asks her mentor what happened. Cinderpelt's eyes are full of sorrow. Dappletail is dead, she says, and Cloudtail and Brightheart have disappeared. Oh no! What? Cloudtail! Brightheart! We. We can't. Are you. Okay, is this like they're on their adventure? It's poorly timed. This isn't supposed to happen. Well, we'll put a pin in that. Oh my god. Because we're gonna go back to mountain time. Yeah, we are gonna go deal with the issues we didn't deal with at all. Well, yeah, we uh, well, we escaped the mountain lion, so like that's pretty cool. Yeah, we did good. I hope we don't. I hope we don't regret this entirely. <sighs> what did do we get Feathertail for one chapter, maybe two? Bye, Feathertail. The boy's back. Oh, that's weird. We don't even get to see him. Okay. Well, Stormfur is soaked and stumbling over the rocks. The rain starts to ease off as the sky cleared. Bramblehall stops, and the cats gather around him. He admits that he doesn't know where they are. <coughs> He's sorry. He meant to bring them back the way they had come, but he doesn't recognize anything. Crowpaw says it's not his fault. And she glares at Crowpaw, as if expecting him to say otherwise. <laughs> That's actually very nice of her. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tawny Pell asks what they do now. If they're not careful, the tribe cats will catch them. Or sharp tooth, Feathertail adds. Yeah, right. I feel like that's a, like a larger issue. Yeah, kind of. Stormfur speaks up. He says he thinks he can find the way. He hunted with the tribe more than the rest of them had. And Brambleclaw immediately tells him to lead on. Just get them out of these I, I am ready to not Thank not, you. I love I love when I can shift responsibility. And Stormfur warms a little at Brambleclaw's trust in him. He wouldn't have been surprised if he had lost Brambleclaw's respect after settling in among the tribe cats like he had. But you were kidnapped. But he knows now how much Brambleclaw's friendship means to him. And like, it's been a while since I uh read the new prophecy. Like, probably back, like, junior year of high school. It's probably the last time I read through Yeah, these boys are in love. Yeah, I did not realize. We we got two secret gays. Yeah. This is- man. And and it's sad, because it's it's definitely what their dads want. Yeah. Yeah, they would be so stoked. So stoked. But, uh- It already seems as if the dies may be cast a different way. So sad. Oh well. It's for an AU. Yup. Stormfur says it will take a couple days, but he thinks he can do it. Crowpaw and Feathertail are standing so close that their fur is touching. There seems to be an unspoken connection. What had happened while he'd been held prisoner? Actually, not much. They just had like a, a combo by a river, really. Yeah, but it was a convo saying that it it was I'm yeah it was a rather important you. conversation of them being like you know even if we can't like be together we could be together <laughs> I feel like we'd be together probably like it's the it's the terrible combo like so many cats end up having 
Right before they get yeah. murdered or die in a terrible way. Yeah, you know. As you do. As you do. Well, he leads them and stops to find which direction they should take by using the moss on a gnarled tree. And he feels guilty using the tribe's techniques. Like he'd allowed himself to become a tribe cat instead of a loyal River Clan warrior. Okay. Again, again, you were kidnapped. Like, a, lo a lot of, like, some of it, like, we, not all the whole, not the whole time. Yeah, before the, he's thinking, like, oh, was I, like, out with them too much? Like, yeah. like blending in with them. It's like, no, dude. And they weren't were discouraging nice it. It wasn't like you were secretly learning this. They were actively sharing it with you. Yeah. You wanted to, you were learning new things, hanging out with some cool people. Like, yeah. Dude. They, they took advantage of your trust. Yeah, poor boy. Feathertail asks him what the matter is. And of course she knew something was wrong. Stormfur chokes as he tells her that he trusted them. Then they took him prisoner. And then they risked their lives to save him. Feathertail purrs that they couldn't leave him. Stormfur says they never told him about the prophecy and all the time they spent hunting together. And Feathertail promises him that they know. Yeah, no, they yeah, no, we know. Him? They didn't like literally. They didn't make it seem like they had been really open to you about it. And your reaction, no, pretty like clearly, you had no idea. Yeah. But did they have to stand around and talk about it? Crowpaw demands. Okay, We're moving. I act okay. <laughs> mark it down in the history books. I agree with Crowpaw. <laughs> we can we can walk and have emotional discussions probably. Stormfur ignores him. No. They must have been wrong, he says, holding Feathertail's gaze, trying to convince himself as much as her. He can't be the promised cat. It wouldn't make sense. Feathertail tells him to not blame himself. None of them saw that coming. <laughs> and the tribe cats... The tribe cats aren't bad, just desperate. Like, we, we didn't think you were special either, man. <laughs> Also, I am glad oh. that, like, they are, uh, I'm glad that that ended with them saying, yeah, they were, like, desperate and not, like. Yeah, like, they're not, like, Not, like, evil. their ways are different than ours, or they're just, they, it's, it's yeah. more, they're like, oh, no, like, they understand. They're like, yeah, they're just, they're just absolutely desperate for help. Uh, we know, because we yeah. just watched them get absolutely ransacked. Yeah. Stormfur hopes that she can't see the guilt that gnaws at him. What if the tribe of Endless Hunting's prophecy was true? He wasn't chosen by Star Clan. He just couldn't bear to see Feathertail leave without him. But what if the tribe of Endless Hunting had somehow influenced that decision? No. I mean... You know, so that he was in the right place to fight Sharptooth. But you didn't, so... Well, what if he let down the tribe when they had needed him most? Okay, this is, I, I was going to say, this seems like a weird resolution that they're just going to, like, leave the tribe and nothing else is happening. But it seems that, uh-oh, guys, we have to get home. We're not doubling back here to go kill a mountain lion. We have to get home. Well, he remembers Star getting dragged away by massive jaws. What if the next cat to die was Craig? <laughs> <laughs> 
that's not funny. No, it's not funny, but his his name still remains funny. Once again, sorry to every Craig listener. What if it was Brooke? And he pictures the beautiful she-cat trapped in those savage teeth. Oh, jeez, dude. And he fights desperately to put it push it away. They were just, like, so mad at her. <sighs> yeah. Stop, like, don't let, don't let weird di- What is this stockholm syndrome, bro? Yeah. You were just talking about how they betrayed you and your trust and da-da-da, and now you're like, dang, but what if the hot one dies next? <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Well, his friends are waiting for him. Yeah. He's just sitting there being like, oh. Like, or the horrified look on his face. Grandpa asks if there's something wrong. Yeah, he was doing that. He was just sitting there going. (laughs) Yeah, he was. He was. He was sitting there going on a face journey. (laughs) No, Stormfur says and leads them on. They come to a ledge. There's a mountain bird roosting below them. Squirrelpaw comes to his side and angles her ears towards it. And to be safe, Stormfur flicks his tail across her jaws and signals the rest of them for silence. <laughs> just in case. they I'm glad that they now know Squirrelpaw so well that they're just, like, preemptively covering her mouth. <laughs> yes, just in case. The hunting skills he had picked up came to him so naturally, it seemed like he had known them his whole life. This appalled him. Oh my god, this is continuing. I can't believe it. He's able to sneak up behind it and catch it. That was great, Squirrelpaw says. He's just like a real mountain cat. I hope not, Stormfur says. Do you? Do you, though? Because your internal dialogue is saying something else, bud. Your mind is telling us yes. But your mouth is telling us no. By the time they're finished eating... Rain started to fall. They decide to find shelter. And Tawnypelt's shoulder doesn't seem to be bothering her anymore. That's something good the tribe cats did. Yeah. I mean, everything about their visit was, like, fine, if a little awkward, until they kidnapped them. Yeah, until the kidnapping. Like, yeah, it wasn't, like, a bad... Like we said last time, not the worst roadside attraction, but... Minus the kidnapping. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Can you call a trip good, though, if it does end in kidnapping? It didn't end, though. And we're not done yet. Oh, crap. Yeah, I suppose having any element of kidnapping within a trip doesn't make it great. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, they find a dark hole. Oh, cool. Snakes. No, they're stale rabbit scent. Oh! Crowpaw says there's fairly fresh tribe scent. He's not going in there. Oh, God. I just remembered, what if they, like, do get home and they just are like, oh, rabbit. Oh, God. How terrible, terrible of an ending would that be? Yeah, they almost make it and then they just die from rabbits. Rip. Rip. Well, stay outside and get wet then, Squirrelpaw says. Pelt blocks Squirrelpaw from entering and goes to check it out first. <laughs> and Stormfur is warmed by the apprentice's courage, and he feels himself growing cheerful for the first time that night. Pelt calls back for them to come in. Everything's fine. The narrow opening leads to a fairly large cavern. Squirrelpaw says, this is great. All they need is a good pile of fresh kill. 
and Stormfur can tell by their scents that all six of them had entered, even Crowpaw. I was just going to say, it's wild to think that they are eating better than their family at home. Right? Oh, so sad. Yeah, everybody at home starving, y'all. <laughs> He's just starting to relax when he picks up another scent. He freezes in horror. It's a tribe cat. But somehow, different from the ones he knew. Huh? At the same moment, a voice meows from the shadows. And who might you be? How many more mysterious people are we meeting? We had, uh, oh, but what was the city cat name? Oh, Purdy? We had Purdy. My brain was supplying pudding. We had Purdy. We had, we didn't. <laughs> I wish his name was Pudding. Pudding would be very appropriate for, so British, uh, for a British cat and for a fat little outside cat. Pudding. Oh, so good. Uh, but Purdy's also amazing. Pudding? Um, we had Purdy, uh, we had a not-cat, but we had Midnight, who wasn't, yeah. Uh, we had all the, the tribe ultimate cats. mystery. Yes. And now, <laughs> another mysterious person? Okay. Do you want a cat fact before we meet them? I would love a cat fact. Okay, so we've talked about, like, different career paths in Warrior Cats, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And I feel like you and I have, uh, we never mention it, but we technically do have, like, the third career uh, podcasters. <laughs> but I, you know, I was thinking, um, and we've said if I was forced to, like, have a role in Warriors, I might do Medicine Cat. Um, so to prep for that, I have been looking into cat diseases and disorders. Oh. So step into my doctor's office. We're going okay. to learn about some cat Do diseases. I have to be quiet? No. No, it's a, it's a, it's nice. like a vet office, but not because I'm. Here's our disclaimer. I'm going to have this disclaimer at the beginning of these. Uh, is uh, this new cat fest summit? Um, we're going to be talking about cat, disor cat disorders and diseases. Um, I will not be getting into very like detailed medical stuff, but you know, listeners, be aware yeah. if this is upsetting to you, just like go about ten minutes forward. Um, uh, but I won't be going like crazy detailed. That being said, yeah, I'm not a vet, and I'm definitely not a doctor. Um, I've done my best to research <laughs> these segments, but do not take anything I am saying as uh, medical advice for your uh, cat or animals or for yourself. Um, I will also say um, it is amazing when folks are able to adopt uh, disabled cats, um, but we fully understand that it's not possible for everyone due to lack of resources, money, or even other pets that they may have. But yeah. if you are looking to adapt, uh, we highly encourage you to see if there is a disabled cat and uh, do your research. Uh, many disabled cats live long and healthy lives and deserve equal chance to be adopted. Um, so today, first disease we're going to be looking at is cerebella hypoplasia. Um, and this is a non-human. So otherwise known as CH. I'll be referring to that as CH. Um, so... What is it? So this is a neurological disorder where the cerebellum, which is basically the part of the brain that contributes a lot to motor control and coordination, is smaller or less developed um, than usual. This disorder can be present in most all mammals, including humans. Um, its exact cause is not totally concrete. There are some theories, um, so like for some breeds of dogs and uh, some breeds of cows, uh, there's a known hereditary link um, that's been established, but this hereditary link has not been established for cats. They haven't proven it to be linked for cats. Um, in cats, though, 
there is a possible connection to uh, in, utero, in utero infection um, of feline panleukopenia, aka the like the mom passes this illness to the baby in in utero in her tummy, yeah. uh, causing developmental uh, problems. But this is not the case for all ca- all cats. So it's the case for some. Like it's more likely that they'll have it if the mom has this disease, but not. Sometimes yeah. it just happens, and they haven't established why. Um, so how does it affect a cat? So the symptoms can vary for animals uh, from mild, moderate to severe. Um, and oftentimes it can be misdiagnosed due to the variety and variety and severity in a cat. Like sometimes mm-hmm. they'll have one, but not the other. Um, so it, it sometimes is misdiagnosed. Uh, for mild cases, they may walk with splayed legs and like a wide stance uh, they can lose balance and fall more often. They tend to have uh, noticeable tremors, especially if they're like hyped up or if they're freaked out. Um, mm-hmm. The cat can have issues focusing in on an object when approaching it, like a food bowl or a litter box. And they may bob their head or even have a wobbly head when walking. This is actually why one of the nicknames is wobbly cat syndrome. Yeah. So, uh, in severe cases, wibbly in severe cases, um, the cat cannot walk without falling or cannot walk at all. So they will flop around to move um, and they'll have constant tremors. Um, and in both cases, uh, but no matter what, most uh, cats with CH are really good climbers because it's kind of how they uh, get over. Like they can't walk as well. So they'll kind of drag themselves or climb more Mm -hmm. often because that also comes naturally to most cats so they'll just focus on that um so what care is needed so this can vary on the severity um most will prefer to live on carpeted environments um and so they have more things to grip to when they're walking yeah it makes sense Um, most of them it's preferable they're not to clawed so they can have that to help um they may i mean that can be said about all cats exactly um and it, uh, they may need modified food and water bowls, like, higher up, um, and modified litter boxes that are easier for them to get into, and furniture yeah. with, like, bumpers on them to prevent injuries when they do fall, because they will. Um, in more severe yeah. cases, uh, CH cats may need assistance going to the bathroom or a little kitty wheelchair to help them stay stable oh, to walk. Yeah. Um, and... In all cases, cats with CH cannot live outdoors. It is too dangerous for them, and oh yeah, it, it is more than likely they will get injured. Um, and in super severe cases where the quality of life is just super low and they can't move and the tremors mm-hmm. are constant, it is sometimes uh, more humane to euthanize these cats. But that is the the that's usually like in super super severe cases where yeah. like they can't eat properly they can't go to the bathroom properly which is it, it i can't say what is more common since the severity varies so much in these animals so yeah. it's up to the vet or to the caretaker what they want to do what they can do if they can provide that constant mm-hmm. care or not um can cats with ch live happy long lives yes ch is not a progressive disease um it doesn't get worse as they age um and it also does not affect their lifespan. That's been pr- uh, proven. Um, actually, despite um, usually kittens with CH 
actually have improvements throughout their life because they get stronger oh. and they develop the muscles that when they're compensating, so like they're climbing, they usually, oh. so like if you have a cat with C, kitten with CH, as they get older, they learn more how to overcome um, their walking issues and they develop stronger muscles mm -hmm. for the climbing. Um, and despite uh, that, the, the despite what most people think, and this is often uh, what people may see when they see a cat with this disorder, they're not in pain. The tremors like don't hurt them. Yeah. It does look a little bit scary, but that's why awareness is needed. Like that's and that's often why they might be dis misdiagnosed. It kind of looks like they're injured, like they're walking funny. Mm -hmm. um, but usually they are not in any pain. Since we're talking about a CH cat, I wanted to bring a real life example, and I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to do this for all of the diseases that we talk about. Um, but I am going to be talking about uh, Zero or Zyro. Uh, it's Z H I R O. So uh, Zero was found at 4 a.m. when Lacey Taylor went out for an early morning run, and she heard like meowing and yowling and followed the noise and. In like kind of a little cubby crawl space underneath their rental she saw a white kitten and so she tried for a while to get it out like with a stick and calling to it but it was not coming um eventually she went inside and woke up her boyfriend and was like you gotta help me and the boyfriend's like well just have you tried like spraying water at it she's like no i'm not gonna do that and eventually though after trying and trying she got up the hose and sprayed and the cat came running out um <laughs> and she said it took about a week for the kitten to trust them again um fair but they did bring the kitten to a vet and the vet said she was only three weeks old so very young that's about the oh. age hobbit was when i first got him so should yeah. not be separated from mama but mama was not around um and the vet actually very early was able to diagnose him uh her sorry zero's a lady with um with ch and Luckily, the vet mentioned, like, you know, it doesn't seem to be a severe case and she'll be able to, you know, climb really well. And that was great news for Lacey because both her and her boyfriend were avid rock climbers. Oh, my goodness. So after they harnessed Train Zero and after she was about six months old, they brought her they brought her out with them and she became their climbing companion. Um Oh. When they go out, they hike up to their area and Zero will walk on their crash pads that they carry on their back. And oh. she she doesn't like to go bathroom outside. They have to bring litter, which they said was kind of a shame. Yes. They don't let her off her leash because it's not like a dog. Yes. And they said it's kind of great because they kind of got a dog and a cat out of their cat because she really loves to be outside. Um, yeah. And she really loves going on these trips. Uh, according to the article that was written in 2015, um, she has been to uh, Castle Rocks in California, Castle Rocks in Idaho, Red Rock in Nevada, Little Cottonwood in Utah, and Joe's Valley in, in Utah. Um, and Aww. they do have an Instagram, or rather Lacey does. She doesn't feature um, Zero Two often on there. Um, it seems there are some older posts, um, and it seems uh, Zero is still in their lives. I wasn't able to like see any posts, but they did. Uh, her and her boyfriend got married, and they have two dogs now. But they're still climbing, and there are still photos of Zero on there. So, yeah, that Aww. is an example of someone really embracing their cat with a disability yeah. and doing something that both they love to do and their cat loves to do. So that's so fun. Yeah, that is. Um, 
basic rundown of CH. I will have links in uh, our in our episode description for more resources and information about the disorder. And as always, if you guys, well, not as always, but as I said before, <laughs> if you have any concerns about your pet, you know, best thing to do is to bring them to a vet. Yep. All right. That was today's cat fact. Thank you, Brenna. Ready to go home? Yeah. The clan kept vigil for Dappletail that night. Oh, right. I forgot we did that. Yeah. It's, I feel like it's been a hot minute since someone's died, but like. Yeah, I guess we haven't really had that yet in this series. Hmm. It's not in ThunderClan. Hmm. Anyway. At dawn, the elders carried her body to be buried outside camp. Leafpaw watches silently. Dappletail had always been a part of her life. With her gone, it seemed like everything else she'd ever known could just as easily slip away. The cats break away and start chatting in small circles. Leafpaw doesn't need to hear them to know that they're talking about the disappearance of Cloudtail and Brightheart. Four cats gone from ThunderClan. Leafpaw doesn't believe StarClan summoned them away as they had Brambleclaw and Squirrelpaw. Yeah, are they? Unless they had failed their quest. Are they honeymooning? What? I'm actually very surprised. Like, why did these two go away? Because I. I don't know. Maybe they're going to Princess for help? Cinderpelt interrupts her thoughts. She pushes her nose comfortingly into her apprentice's shoulders before going to talk with Greystripe and Firestar. Mousefur comes to them, with Thornclaw and Ashfur behind her. She asks if they should keep looking for Cloudtail and Brightheart while on the Dawn Patrol. Ashfur adds darkly that there wouldn't be any point if they had left on purpose. Okay, Ashfur. The clan had covered the whole territory yesterday looking for them. They had picked up the scent trail leading towards the place where the two legs had destroyed the forest. It ended abruptly near one of the huge monsters. Oh, God. And then there was nothing. Oh, God. Firestar tells Mousefur to keep their eyes open. Oh, man. There's not much more they can do. How many more adoptive kids can Firestar lose in, like, a couple months? Well, Mousefur growled that she wouldn't put it past Cloudtail to have gone back to the two legs. With so little prey, two-leg food must look tempting. Ashfur adds that he ate enough of it when he was an apprentice. Yes, Mousefur uh, says. And not to forget the time that he left them. Cats were put at risk rescuing him from the two legs. Oh, uh, he was kidnapped. That's enough, Greystripe hisses. Thank you, Greystripe. No, she's right, Firestar says. Oh, and Firestar! Leafpaw had never heard him sound so tired. He says Cloudtail always had a paw in the two-leg world, but he thought he was loyal to his clan now. Cinderpelt says sharply that of course Cloudtail is loyal. He's not being fair to him. Cloudtail was young and stupid when he ate kitty pet food. Which? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. True. Cinderpelt's there to stand up for Cloudtail. Thanks, Cinderpelt. I didn't expect you to, but thanks. Well, actually, if Cinderpelt's doing it, we should listen to her. She actually has common sense. Yeah. 
Well, Greystripe adds that Brightheart would never do that, and Cloudtail would never go without her. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, Brightheart's the most confusing one. Yeah. So they need to figure out why they're both missing. Is she expecting? And why they left Whitepaw behind, Thornclaw asked. Right, I was like... She's their only kid. Yeah, I was like, they have a child. Yeah, they have a baby. And I, yeah, they left the oh baby Oh my behind. god, that's why Whitepaw was so sad. Sorry, I forget who's everyone's yeah. baby. Holy crap. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's why she was wailing outside the apprentice den give, inconsolably. Give me that child. Oh my god. No, her their parent her parents okay, no, yeah. They definitely both of them gone. Why have they gone? Because they, they wouldn't they they wouldn't have left her. Maybe they were hunting together, like they were really desperate for food and they got kidnapped. Like maybe you know, he just has the good luck of the century and got kidnapped again because Or maybe they saw Brightheart and was like, Oh my god, that cat's hurt. <laughs> Well, Mousefur says true. Maybe they went to RiverClan to steal fish. Now that I wouldn't put past Cloudtail. No, yeah. Cinderpelt admits. And <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Cinderpelt. He'd he'd do a heist. He'd do a water heist. Yeah, a stupid, stupid heist. Well, Greystripe says that if RiverClan caught them, they'd just chase them off. There may be trouble at the next gathering, but their cats wouldn't disappear. Unless they're gonna eat them. And- uh oh, cannibalism. Remember, RiverClan's fat and well-fed. Oh, right. But Leafpaw thinks unless they fell into the river. But she doesn't dare put words to her thought. Wait, wait. This is Hawkfrost's fault somehow. <sighs> well, she can't forget the strength of the current from when she almost fell in going to save Reedpaw. But Firestar points out that their scent trail doesn't lead towards RiverClan. And he can't help but think how strange it is that it ended so close to the two-leg monsters. Suppose... But he let his voice die away. And Leafpaw sees the anxiety in his eyes and can guess his thoughts. Leafpaw had seen how the first monster had torn up the forest. Oh, God. If a cat got in the way, it wouldn't stand a chance. This is horrific, guys. Every, like, thing we're coming up with is just, like, more terrible. We're spiraling. We need to, like, move on. Leafpaw shivers and meets her father's gaze. They were both fond of their wayward kin, Cloudtail. And Leafpaw loved Brightheart so fiercely for her courage. They would both be a great loss to the clan. Firestar tells Mousefur to just carry on as usual and report anything odd. Mousefur says that she always does and leads her patrol out. Bye, girl. Firestar asks Cinderpelt if StarClan has shown her anything about Cloudtail and Brightheart. Nothing, Cinderpelt says. Firestar asks, or any more signs of... More warriors going missing from the forest? Um, no, just like a weird ghost lady in my brain helping me save babies, but that's just regular. And her dad's like, yeah, that's just regular for Spotted Leaf to randomly talk yeah, to you. Yeah, <laughs> Well, he chokes on his next words. It's it's not long since Brambleclaw and Squirrelpaw disappeared. Cinderpelt shakes her head. Starclan is silent. She's sorry. Oh, God. Leafpaw struggles again to not tell her father and mentor about the prophecy, but she hardly knows what she would even say anymore. 
Just the last time she tried to reach out to Squirrelpaw, she'd seen water, darkness, and raking claws. She can't reassure Firestar that Squirrelpaw is okay. And she can't give Graystripe hopeful news of his missing children. Just try it again. You'll find her annoyed and surrounded by all of the people <laughs> that are missing. Firestar says maybe he should go up to Highstones and speak with StarClan himself. He's interrupted by Brackenfur, his apprentice Whitepaw behind him. Brackenfur says Firestar should have a word with Whitepaw. <laughs> Please, this child, this child will not stop crying. Please talk to your adoptive grandkid. Please, God. Firestar asks her what's wrong. Whitepaw says she wants to be excused from training. She wants to go look for Cloudtail and Brightheart. If my parents don't love me, they need to go and tell me in the face why they would abandon me. Brackenfur says he's told her that she can't go off on her own, but please, Whitepaw cuts in. She's only an apprentice. The clan can do without her. She has to find them. <laughs> Firestar shakes his head and tells her gently that he's sorry. Apprentices are just as important to the clan as any cat. And she can't go wandering off by herself when they don't know what the danger is. No cat should leave camp alone. Well, I'll just take- I'll just take Brackenfur. Well, Graystripe adds that they searched already. They did everything they could. I don't trust either of you. It wasn't enough, Whitepaw wailed. Oh, God. Leafpaw knew she would never have spoken to the deputy like that if she wasn't out of her mind with worry. StarClan be with them, wherever they are, Cinderpelt says, and she pushes her nose into Whitepaw's fur. Firestar tells Brackenfur to take out a hunting patrol. Whitepaw can keep an eye out for Cloudtail and Brightheart, but she mustn't leave her mentor's side. That's oh my god, dude! That kid is a is 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 related to you. That's not gonna happen, yeah. you idiot. Related to you, and the product of Cloudtail and Brightheart. Yeah, you think that she's gonna listen to a leader? <laughs> All right, this is a, she's a recipe for chaos. Funny joke, dude. Well, Graystripe offers to join them and to grab Sandstorm. If any cat could find them, it would be her. And if any cat knows how to keep a uh, Firestar kin in line, it's Sandstorm. <laughs> I've raised two of them. True. If she's kept, if she kept a, a Squirrelpaw alive so far. Yeah. And she was one of the ones who went to rescue Cloudtail. Yes. When he was, you know, and she's had to deal with Firestar for a while. Yep. So she knows how to do this. She's very good at it. The four of them leave, and Firestar murmurs that they aren't safe in their own territory anymore. But surely four cats can't go missing without. He's cut off by a low, feeble wail uh, from the nursery. From where? Dustpelt, the nursery. Uh. Dustpelt emerges. He staggers forward a couple no, to length no, before collapsing no, on the ground. No, 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 no. Leafpaw dashes over to him, Cinderpelt and Firestar on her heels. Firestar asks him if he's hurt. Dustpelt looks up to his leader with dull eyes. It wasn't her fault, he whispered. Ferncloud did her best. But she hasn't been eating enough to keep herself alive. 
let alone three oh, hits. Oh god, oh god. Leafpaw hears the wail again, echoing with enough grief for the death of a whole clan. Okay, we gotta what stop. What is it? I can't, Leafpaw cried. I can't do this. Oh my god, no. Dustpelt gives her a long and hopeless look. Larchkit is dead. That's so unfair. Oh, that's so God. unfair. That's so. That's so. Aaron's? Yeah. That's sick. That's sick. That's demented. That's twisted. How dare you? How dare you? Yep. I put so much. Oh my God. How dare you do that to Dustpelt? How dare you do that to Ferncloud? I will kill them. I'm going to fight the Aaron's. That's sick. All right. That was cruel. That was very cool. That was. Go, go, we're going fishing. Out. We're going fishing. Screw it. We're done. Like, I don't care. We're, whatever. They'll kill us all anyway. Just take their fish. Yeah, go get the fish. Christ. Honestly, go get some two-leg food. Yeah, honestly. I know we're like, yeah, it, it's like, it's not great, but like, our cats, our cats out, uh, wandering have done it a couple times now. We've had a senior so desperate. That she ate poison yeah. after she was told by the president, her doctor, and a med student to not. We had, yeah. and now we have a, a, a nursing mother lose a child. This is dark. Yeah. Hey, Starkland, yeah. um, screw you. <laughs> hey, Starkland. Also, traveling guys, pick, pick up the pace. Pick up that pace. Also, I don't know how much they're, like, message is gonna help oh by the way guys we gotta move oh really we have to i get it all right that was a gut punch that was um yeah probably the crappiest way to end an episode but i emotionally don't think i can handle anymore nope i mean that's the end that's all we got i just i'm gonna repeat that was upsetting and yep mean and sorry it's gonna get more upsetting and dark yeah okay god Wow. <sighs> yep. Um. Ah, oh, poor dust pelt. Yeah. I shouldn't know with how much they were like. What a good dad. What a good dad. Look how happy he is. Wow. Would it be awful if we ruined this? <sighs> um. Yeah. Well. Let's well, let's strive for happiness. Um, or if you want to yeah. scream in pain with us, uh, you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at WCWITCast. Um, or if you want to email us, uh, you can contact us at WCWITCast at gmail.com. Those are both spoiler-free spaces. Um, yes. And if you want to help out the podcast, the best way to do that is to share this with a friend. You can say, this. actually, don't share this episode maybe with a friend unless you like seeing them in dark pain um like i do <laughs> yeah thanks maureen we don't i don't think we highlight enough that you are actively doing this to me <laughs> um i am torture anyway but thank you guys so much for listening we really appreciate it because i'm ember heart and i'm tangle tongue and this has been warrior cats what is that mm-hmm.